hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. This is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, still, I, still my favorite classes for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So how's your week? Um, This is an increasingly difficult question. Because uh, they're increasingly the, blurry. In the pan times. <laughs> Let's I had see. a busy week. Of being on a Zoom call for Boy Scouts. Oh, yeah. For Cub Scouts. D&D night. I had two D&D nights this you week. You had, like, you have a very, I will say, in, in the panty times, uh, your social life definitely rival, like, outpaces my social life. It because does. Because you had a lot of online things already. Well, as I hung out with a crowd that could pivot online very quickly. hmm Whereas your crowd was like, no. <laughs> Seems like work. Seems seems too hard. And also, like, all of you broke your technology in the first two weeks. Because you're all like you. Where if I hand you a new <laughs> phone, you'll break it in two weeks. I mean, we're not all all, but maybe. Uh, also, uh, a lot of my friends are in, like, are in jobs where they have to be in Zoom calls all day. Yeah. And they're like, no. Like, oh, well, this is what I do that, all day. Yeah, that's the, the last. But, like, video Zoom calls. Uh, oh, well, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and they're like... Yeah, no, I need a break. I need to, like, get up and walk away from my computer. Read a book. <laughs> yeah, like, go on a walk, like, do something Whatever. that's not, that's not be at a computer. Yeah, well, I just, like, I literally, it's funny, because I have my computer, I have my work laptop that I have a docking station for that powers three monitors, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. I recommend three monitors highly. And then, at the end of the day, I turn it off, and I reach to the other side of the desk, and I turn on my plate. PC, right? Which is my my gamer PC, whatever. It's I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's nice. It's not like cutting edge, like nerd, but mm-hmm. it's a. It's, it's but, a that's, nice. but that's but that's your anyway. transition between. But that's like my work transition. And not that's work. my commute. My entire commute <laughs> is like turning off one button, turning off the other one, and so uh, and then in the evenings, you know, our eldest he just like he needs four Boy Scouts. You're supposed to have a grown up in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he. He takes over another workstation, and I just play video games. Um, mm-hmm. On Tuesday nights, it's Cub Scouts a lot of times, so, like, I'm hosting, like, we have the other leader who, who like, kind of does all the talking and all the stuff, and I'm the one, like, running tech and, like, muting kids and letting them... So, like, the whole thing runs really smooth. Mm-hmm. But it's because the presenter is not the tech... Yeah, the person. Yeah, exactly. So if I just let her be the focus, then all this magic happens in the background. She's like, "I see that, but I don't know that anybody else sees that." <laughs> and I'm like, "It's fine. I don't." It's fine to be invisible. It's fine. Yeah. That means you're doing. It's like the sound guy. You know, nobody. If it was a great show, nobody notices the mm-hmm. sound guy. Yeah, that's the that's the goal. That's the best compliment you get. So that's that. And then Wednesday, I run a D&D night. Tuesday nights, I participate as a, mm-hmm, as a player. player. 
so that's good and then thursday sometimes we have some things but like yeah yeah mm-hmm. i'm busy yeah surprisingly busy for not seeing anyone in person also like my job is weird because i work with a lot of west coasters yes so like my day starts effectively at like noon and just shoots all the way through like eight o'clock mm-hmm. and that's my day mostly right like my mornings are a little more unstructured mm-hmm. so you have time to like deal with the kids in the morning but um when you're not here when you have your day in the office and oh, i have gosh. to deal with the kids on my own i'm like this is so hard i can't do this <laughs> i got like panic emails like what is going on with with our youngest like zoom meetings i'm mm-hmm. like i it's at 10 o'clock now but he's gonna tell you it's at 9 30 because he hasn't figured it out mm-hmm. they changed it for the semester it's fine he'll be there yeah it's not a big so, deal it's fine but yeah, yeah. Uh, but my week was good uh i took a little online painting class oh, yeah, yeah, i just got out of it was fun you got some paint on your clothes it i did get good. some paint on my clothes it was fine these are my paint clothes um mm-hmm. i made like 10 pounds of ground meat today yeah. to make taco soup i'm excited by that because i like 10 pounds of ground meat mm. well yeah and then you keep it in the freezer for later when you're like ugh, what do we have and you're like well i already have brown ground meat so i'll cut it out of a bag throw it in a pot yeah we're half set it on low for we're halfway to chili or tacos or spaghetti or yeah there's so many things ground beef with onion it's Mm -hmm. like universal it's cross-cultural yeah but it was like a a vat of ground beef um let's see what else i worked out for the first time today in like probably a month and it was hard i'm like very very out of shape now, I used to be in good shape, and then I just, like, stopped moving for a year. Rona. And then turns out my body is, like, oh dislike. <laughs> yeah, total dislike. I, I shoveled our driveway, which is actual physical effort, yeah, which physical my labor. body's just like, the This fuck? is stupid, yeah. Like, why are you doing that? That's no good. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's been okay. We're surviving. Yeah. We're, you know, all the weeks are the same. Time has no meaning. Time has no meaning. Which uh, also, Kroger, our uh, local uh, grocery grocery store, confirms that time has no meaning because they 100% had like summer shanty out. And I was like, WTF, Kroger. (laughs) WTF, Lisa, why didn't you buy some? (laughs) It's bad enough. Like... I mean, there's, like I said, I shoveled snow, but I could have shoveled snow and come into a summer shandy. Well, I mean, maybe I'll get some this week. It seems wildly appropriate. a huge display of them with, like, a fucking canoe and everything. Where is there a body of water you could put a canoe that isn't frozen right now? I don't know. It was really great. I was like, wow. Wow. Why to cut and run early there? We're pivoting real hard into, like, it'll be summer someday. And also, just to point things out, this is Super Bowl Sunday. Like, you would expect that display. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Although, as a Cincinnati Bengals market, we are not really celebrants of Super Bowl Sunday. Not not the celebratory. I'm here uh, for, in general, the snacks. Yes. Always. Always the snacks. Oh. When people are like, what's the competition like? I'm like, I don't know. Chicken wings are a very strong competitor always. Yeah. Like, they have had been having a great year. But, and like, it, Martha brought her nacho game this year and, like, literally changing my life. Right. And the potato skins with the addition of the, like, sour cream green onion. Oh, that was uh, a good call. Topping on top of the already amazing so here's what you bacon do. cheese combo. So here's what you do. You chop up your green onions. 
and you mix them with sour cream like a week before. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> Maybe not a week before, but at least like at least... Two days. You need at least two days. Yeah, I... Overnight, I think, is the minimum. Minimum's overnight. But, like, I think we did it, like, three or four days. And it was, like, all the sour cream just picked up all those fragrances and kick from the onion. And it was, like... Mm. Also, like, a pinch of salt. Like, yeah. a nice, oh, yeah, a heavy pinch of salt in there. And it's delicious. It's on point, man. Right. But then there's, like, Chex Mix. Yeah. Like, Dark if, horses like that. Right. If... Never have I seen a more underestimated snack. But truly... Chex Mix shows the fuck up. Like, Every time brings it. It Yes, it's a very consistent player. Yeah, I mean, it's the, I mean, it is the offensive line slash defensive line of it where, like, you don't really notice it. Again, if it does its job. Yeah. It's totally uncelebrated. Um, but if it's not there. But if it's not there, you're just like. The whole spread falls apart. Yeah, or if it, like, if you do something weird with it, mm-hmm. you try to pivot out. I will permit. The one Chex Mix variant, Puppy Chow. I don't know how of a regional thing that is. Yes, yes. It's chocolate it's and sweet, powdered it's sugar. sweet Chex Mix. <laughs> and peanut butter. And peanut butter. And it is, it's and legit. Chex. It's like, delicious. No, I'm here for both Puppy Chow and, like, your standard Chex Mix. Chex Mix has to be double baked. Mm-hmm. It's very important that the Chex Mix is double baked. <laughs> so that everything is, like, extra crispy. You have to toast the Chex first. And then you put the, like, saucy goodness on, and then you toast it again. Yes. You have to do both toasting. It has to contain wheat checks, which you could never find. Nobody ever eats wheat checks because they're vile. They taste like cardboard. Except for in checks mix, they're fucking magical. Yeah. I don't know. Y'all, we got pinions. <laughs> it's, really, it's really hard to find wheat checks mix, too, because nobody eats it except to put in checks mix. Yeah, because is it rice, mostly? It's, it's a mixture of rice and corn and wheat checks. In equal portions. For for the good stuff. For the, the checks mix you like. Yes. Okay. I think. But I mean like your standard checks. If I went out and bought a box of checks and brought I, it back, it's a rice checks or corn checks. Yes, but never wheat checks. Wheat checks are like black. Oh. <laughs> like they look like pumpernickel bread. That's awesome. Anyway. Have you ever had wheat checks? I mean, yeah, in checks mix. Oh, they're they're a lot. You're like, this is a this is a real cardboardy cereal. <laughs> Giving me all the fibers. But we also did watch the Puppy Bowl today. That was on. Our eldest was like, this is make me want to adopt a puppy. I'm like, that is literally the point of the Puppy Bowl. Hosted by Snoop Dogg and and Martha Martha Stewart. Stewart, Who my kids don't know who either of those people are. (laughs) I'm like, guess which one of them served more time in jail? Yeah, that's, uh, that would be more. Yeah. Um, we didn't get into that part of it. They're like, who's this person? I'm like, oh... Uh, they're a famous, like, rapper, singer, songwriter, and then they just kind of, like, don't have to do that anymore, and they can do whatever they want. <laughs> can we listen to their songs? No. No. It's like, that always comes up. It's I like, can like, I listen to... I no. don't think there's any song that you could listen to, because it's a lot of, uh, drugs and treating women poorly. Yeah. And, you know, our Maybe kids are, not. like, noted. <laughs> They're, they're pretty cool with that kind of. And then Martha Stewart, I'm like, you can watch a lot of Martha Stewart. That's probably fine. But like, just understand, she's a lot of a lot. Right. She's going to tell you you have to use fresh squeezed orange juice and you're going to be like. But I don't want to use fresh squeezed yeah, orange juice. Yeah, I'm not juice. ever going to make this cake. And then the cake isn't even that good. Yeah, this is truth. 
yeah but i didn't watch a single second of this of the super bowl it's time check it's a little bit before nine o'clock and yeah i don't i have no idea of scores or um lisa who's playing uh chiefs yeah right from kansas city yep and tampa bay yeah how do i know that Mm. i think maybe i saw somebody's like manicure (laughs) that seems on brand and i was like oh i'm here for the tampa bay manicure it's much cuter (laughs) they pretty much i mean uh kansas city chiefs is like ketchup and mustard colors that's true and then Tampa Bay is like black and red, and I'm here for the black. I guess so. Anyway, yeah, I'm here. I'm here for it because like they're I more like, of a burgundy red. Yeah, I like I like a goth manny. I mean, you're not. I'm not goth, but I mean, if you wanted to like dye your hair black and start like going for a deep red <laughs> lip, I'd support you. Of course you would. But... Of course you would. But. Like, whatever. I don't need you to, either. I, I do like dark nail polish, though. That's true. So, anyway, so we watched a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, bye. Did we watch a movie? Yes. We I... watched Dr. Doolittle 3. So, again, keeping with our tradition of not watching moves in any sort of... <laughs> any sort of order. order um, we watched three first. Uh, right. Have you seen the other two? No. Okay, cool. I haven't either. I dodged that. This is, uh, yeah, the continuation of the uh, Eddie Murphy Dr. Right. Doolittle movie. Because for a hot minute, like, Eddie Murphy was in all these family films. Right, when he was trying to be a family comedian. Just, like, uh, right before Will Smith was like, I'm going to win an Oscar. Like, that <laughs> that same trajectory. Yeah. That didn't work for e- I would say of either of them, yeah. Well, I would say, actually, looking back on it, Eddie... Did pull off uh, the nutty professor slash Dr. Doolittle thing better than Will pulled off the Oscar thing. Right. I mean, he made good movies. Yeah. He just didn't win any Oscars. Yeah. Eight pounds, man. That's a movie. Have you I, seen it? No. I don't need to. No, you don't. But it's good. Pursuit of Happiness was all right. Yeah. But anyway, um, so this is the opposite of anything trying ever to think about being in the same room as an Oscar. <laughs> Because oh this is this is the third movie yes. in this series. So Dr. Doolittle 3 follows the adventures of Dr. Doolittle's daughter. Yes. Dr. Doolittle, Eddie Murphy, is conveniently, uh, like, not appearing in this film. Like, no. he's busy, he's at a conference, like, his the mom is, like, on the phone occasionally. Yeah, like, him. he doesn't appear in voice, in image, or in actuality. Right, they don't even have a picture of him, like... Uh, right you know on the desk or whatever so this movie starts we've got a voiceover from over san francisco b-roll uh and it is the first thing i said that's norm um norm mcdonald norm mcdonald (laughs) who has a very distinctive voice he does have a distinctive voice uh he is also in this movie a dog yes he plays a dog in this movie and so norm mcdonald dog narrator narrator uh voice of reason and wisdom in this movie yeah very ham-fistedly voice of <laughs> voice of reason and wisdom when you're looking to norm mcdonald as your voice of reason and morals right your movie has already skidded somewhere weird i mean also like he has mellowed a lot in his old age he has and he now has, and now he's like it's okay i don't need to celebrate nudie magazine day instead i can be a dog in a children's movie 
I mean, I there is a there is a point in an actor's career <laughs> where you you realize you are not no longer the party guy. It's kind of creepy if you're the party guy. Right, right. You like age out. And you age out of that and you have to be either a dog in a kid's movie or Will Ferrell. Oh. I think Will Ferrell was also a dog in a kid's movie, though. I mean, it's probably I think, there. I think somewhere. Haven't we all been dogs in a kid's movie <laughs> at some point? I mean, in like, sure, in a metaphorical sense, <laughs> we're all dogs in kid's movies. Aren't we? Anyway, so this starts, uh, we follow Maya, and she's, like, driving. Yeah, she's, like, 16, 17. Yeah, and her friend is in the car with her, who we're never going to find out the friend's name. Let's Honestly, not worry about this. yeah, I don't know. I don't know the friend's name. So many of the characters in this movie are just, like, not named at all. <laughs> like, ancillary, and therefore, like... No, like, main characters. <laughs> like we Nobody will, needs a name. You find out their names in the end credits. Like, yeah. that's where it is. Or yeah. if you look them up on IMDb, and you're like, who is that guy? And you're like, oh, actually, oh, I he guess he was anything. playing a person named Tyler? Okay. Cool. Um, and they're going to go to this party, and, like... So in the car, her and her friend are talking. Right. About, um, like, social status, mostly. Yeah. And who's an A-lister? Who's a B-lister? Right. And they're, like, maybe on the B-list, but uh, there's this party that's going to happen, and they mm. need to get invited. Otherwise, they'll, like, bump their, like, maybe B-list status down to, like, solid C-list. So they need a plan. Yes. And uh, her friend's like, my plan is that you're going to have a birthday party at the end of the summer and we'll invite the popular girls to that party to that party and then they'll invite you to this party and then you can be awesome at this party we can be great we can move up to solid b's for the start of the summer <laughs> right things will be great and she's like uh i'm not even having a birthday party oh yeah about that you're having a birthday party <laughs> you have to it's the only way we're gonna get invited to this party it's the number one smash hit of the summer Sure. Yeah. Uh, while they're plotting all this, a dog runs out into the street in San Francisco. Right, and just fucking stops. Yeah. Like, just stops in the middle of the street. And so, an experienced driver runs off the road, smashes into a trash can. Slips, slams on her brakes. Yeah. And veers off the road into a trash can. Yep. No one is hurt. No one's hurt. No one rear-ends her. No. It's just her and, uh, the, you know... And, like, Trash can. a cop instantly shows up to write a ticket. Um, yes, while she's talking to the dog. Yeah. So good. she's talking to the dog, and she's like, you can't do that. You're going to get yourself killed or someone else killed. Mm -hmm. And the dog's like, I do what I want, bitch. I'm a dog. <laughs> also, you can tell this is a PG-13 movie because no one in this whole movie is going to use the word bitch. No. And, uh, like, you can actually that almost kind of get away with it. That was me paraphrasing. Right. Uh, <laughs> but the cop is, like, right there. Again... Like, in a nanosecond. In in that cop's defense, this was a crime committed by a person of color. It's true. So, of course... And where, where, what, what year was this made? 2006. 2006. So, you know, I they show up faster. I, I guess they do. I yeah. Guess they and do. are, you know, statistically more likely to cite. Mm -hmm. It is what it is, folks. Anyway. So, they get... To school, late, and... The late to school, uh, car is not totaled, but right. definitely, like, bumped. It's got Hollywood damage, where, it's like, like the, the license plate is crooked, and, like, 
there's like scuffs on the bumper, but like they totally had to get it back to the rental place they right. got it from. They, I think they took out a headlight. <laughs> yeah, like it's. But like pristinely. <laughs> yeah, like completely reversible damage. It's no problem. And there's like a smoke, there's like smoke coming out the bottom Engine. of it. Yeah. But you're like, that is like a smoke machine, just like pumping whatever. Right, they just put a little like ball, a little smoke bomb in there. It's no big deal. Yeah. Uh, but they get to school, and the pop- popular girls are there, and the friend's like, hey, how are you guys doing? And they're like, fuck off. Right, right. Real, real uh, high school mean girls. And they're like, and the popular friend's like, okay, here's the deal. You can come. My, my friend here, Maya, is going to have a party at the end of the summer, birthday party on a boat, and y'all can come to that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fine, I guess you come to this party tonight. Right, and like that party better be pretty cool. And she's like, "No, it's like on a boat, like like an MTV boat." <laughs> and like, and she and they're like, "I mean, that's real last season, but yeah, we'll think about it." But you can come tonight, and so they have that. Uh, also, they're then they go to the gym. Yes, to, they're supposed to decorate for like a school function, some sort of spirit day, so, or yeah, game some kind of spirit something. day. Okay, it's very vague. So in the gym, yes. There is a gilded cage. Giant, like, eight foot tall. Giant, giant, eight foot tall, probably three foot around, gilded cage. Yep. In which there is a hawk. Also, the, it's like a very decorative cage. In yeah, that, it's like, gold. <laughs> like, and also, like, there's like 12 inches between the bars. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's a very big uh, bar width. It's like exactly like a tiny little bird cage, but just like increased (laughs) like Like, okay if this thing was in the corner at like some sort of club Mm -hmm. it would kind of be like i can't get where that's going yeah yeah but no it's got a hawk in it got a hawk in it who in a moment of annoyance Mm -hmm. could totally leave this cage yes so the hawk and and the cage is closed and then there's a padlock Combo lock. Combo lock on the uh, on the on the door. On the door. Uh, and there's so there's a couple of people dre- uh, like kind of decorating, and one mm-hmm. of them is Carl. And Carl's kind of he's kind of sympathetic to the bird, right? And also he's a babe. And Maya's like, "Hi, Carl." <laughs> he's like, like, "Oh my huh? god, he looked at me for like two seconds." <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Teenage brains. <laughs> no. So here's the problem. All right. This suffers from the Temple of Doom issue. Yes. All right. Where no one has met a woman. Well, or they're they're dealing with some issues mm-hmm. that completely cloud the writing of the female characters in this movie. Which is unfortunate because there's a lead female character. <laughs> there's a lead female character in this movie. And several other females. And they are all horrible it's true for different reasons and they are all play to really painful tropes about women mm-hmm. and different directions but yeah but like it is not a good look <laughs> and again like i blame the writer for this like mm-hmm. i a hundred percent like these girls all had just lines to say the director, I guess, you know, kind of guided them through. Right. And be like, no, we're not going to do it if you don't talk like a terrible, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk. Chrissy robot. As we introduce female characters, we'll be like, and here's the problem with this one. <laughs> um, and again, like I am pulled away enough that I look and I'm like, I don't know any 
women that subscribe to these like tropes. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, yeah, here we are. Yep, here Very we are. Very shallow. But anyway, right. So she's like, "Oh my god, Carl looked at me for like a second. And uh, Carl is talking with his friend while they're like putting up a banner or whatever, and he's talking about the hawk. And I feel sorry for the and hawk. I feel sorry for the hawk. He just wants and, to fly free or something, man. Right. He just like like animals should be like free and shit. Right. And uh, and the friend is like, I mean, you can go let the hawk free, but like nobody knows the combination. And then the hawk is like talking to Maya because she can hear animals. Because she can hear animals, and he's like, it's like eighteen thirty four five. And she's like, why don't you try 18345? And he fucking does. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, okay. Uh, and uh, the friend of Carl is like, who told you that the hawk? And my Maya's friend is like, so what if he did? So, like, everybody at this high school knows that she can talk to animals. <laughs> Maybe, at least. I think <laughs> at, at least, least some of, friends, At least some of them do. And some of the other ones are probably, like, little fig on it, but also... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so... He lets the hawk out. Who, 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 who. Right. No, it's an owl. Who flies around, poops on people. Like uh, a, ridi- funny. a ridiculous amount of poop. Like way too much poop for a hawk. Like it's a lot. I have friends that could tell me if that's it's a ridiculous a lot amount of poop. poop for a hawk, but I assume it is. I feel like it's a lot of poop for a hawk, but I will, I do have an bird expert in my life so i will have to, i will well, not circle back i make no promises no. because you know what when i listen to this podcast i'm like what i said that so no, there you, you go <laughs> lisa has the memory of like i will not circle back it's great also i'm drunk yeah that's the whole thing so um the principal sees the hawk fly away and like looks at Maya and automatically blames her for this. Of right, because she can talk to animals. And so, um... They're like, this is all your fault, and not the boy who opened the cage. Yep. And she's like, I mean, it might be a little my fault. hmm So, that's kind of the end of the school day. We're like 30 seconds in. The next thing we see is Maya in a lab coat, apparently working at her dad's vet office. Yes. This scene lasts exactly 30 seconds, introduces a monkey who's also in a lab coat that she's talking with. No, he's he's in like a sweater. Oh, is he in a sweater? Mm-hmm. And he's sort of French? Yes. It's weird. He's an, he's an oddly French monkey. Yeah. I don't know why the monkey is French, but colonialism, that's the reason. Yeah, I mean, mostly probably. That sounds... <laughs> That sounds right. That's the reason. Um, yeah, so she's like performing uh, some kind of exam on this monkey, and they're like chatting. She's not really examining the monkey. She's day. just like moving stuff around in right, the office. Right, she's just putting on a glove. <laughs> like, like, it's just like. You don't see any monkey exam. I don't think she ever touches the monkey. <laughs> yeah, and she's basically like, I'm going to this party tonight, and I just gotta like not tell my mom. Like, that's the entire gist of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Done. And then we're like back to her house, her house where she's trying on clothes. Yeah. She's getting dry, trying on clothes. It's and a lot of looks. The clothes trying on montage is when I was like, where year was this made? <laughs> like, Yeah, it is bonkers. It is a lot of very low rise jeans mm-hmm. um, with belts. Yeah. Lots of big belts. Uh, and... Yeah. A lot of like. Yeah, a There's lot. There's a lot of bedazzling, I remembered. Right. There's some, like, hair extensions that are colors. Yeah. There's, um... Because she goes... Like, she tries out a lot of very, very different looks yeah. for the party to end up choosing, like, a tank top and jeans. <laughs> that is fair. 
but she tries on a lot of different looks before she lands it tank top and jeans. Yeah. But as she's, like, trying on stuff, Mom walks in. Mm-hmm. And also, by the way, while she's trying on all this stuff, Norm MacDonald Dog is totally there, sitting there talking to her. Yes, the whole time. I have weird feelings about the whole Norm MacDonald watching a teenage girl try on different clothing. Yeah, Norm MacDonald's Even as voice. a dog. Yeah, even as a dog. It just seems weird. Right. Does that seem... Did you ever undress in front of your dog? I never had a dog. I did... Don't. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't... I don't... Well, he didn't hang out with me. He, right. was... he wasn't your dog. <laughs> Nominally, we played in the backyard. Like, mm-hmm. you would bring me stuff to play fetch with in the backyard. Right. Like, when I was in the backyard, he was my dog. But in the house, like, he found cos- cozier, cuddlier right. places Right, I had a be. cat and... That cat was nobody's cat. Right, right. That cat was like, I let you feed me. And then, like, that is our detente. No, you were that cat's staff. <laughs> right. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but anyway... Uh, but her mom comes in, and she find out first off about the car, mm-hmm. and then second off about the and, and your principal hawk. called me, yeah. And she's like, "Listen, you're not going to a fucking party tonight, like, no." Right. Well, and uh, her mom's like really trying to be like very understanding. Like, look, I was seventeen once. I know you're going through like all of these like hormone, emotion stuff, and like you're feeling things very deeply. And you're not really thinking about the consequences of your actions, but like this is serious. Yeah. And she's like, someone could have got hurt. Yeah. She's like, but you said that you were 17 months, and like you understand, and so I can go to this party. You know how important this party is to me. No. And she's like, no, you're fucking staying home. So of course Maya sneaks out. Of course. <sighs> she puts her dog in the bed with a wig. Mm-hmm. And she um. She finds, like, her friend, and they're walking around, and the friend's like, yeah, this is great, this is a great party, like, we gotta stick together and be good together and make sure we got each other's back, and then the friend leaves immediately as soon as she sees a boy. Right, right. Yep. And uh, then Maya meets up with Carl. Right. And they're like, whatever, dancing. Mm-hmm. And they dance. Yeah, and then later, after the after she's done dancing with Carl, mm-hmm. uh, they, like... Maya starts to dance like by herself. Yeah, there's a little insert here where you follows. So there's a little insert where Maya's mom is on the phone to Eddie. Oh yes, yes. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Her, I think husband, his name is like John. Something I don't know. And she's like, yeah, I don't want to go with her. I got an idea, and she pulls down a photo, and it's her at a ranch, and she's mm-hmm. like, like mom when mom was a teacher is at this ranch. She's like, yeah. I got an idea. She goes up to tell her, but she's asleep, which she's is like, when I'll we find out it's actually Norm Macdonald dog in a wig. Uh-huh. Which is, I mean, like, so many things to unpack. But anyway. Wait, but she doesn't figure it out right away. No, no. She's like, I'll, I'll call her later. That's when we go back um, to the party and Maya's friend's like, hey, Maya, dance. Like, they need you to dance. You can show them all how to dance. You're and, a good dancer. And so she starts dancing, like, on the patio. Mm-hmm. And everybody just joins with and automatically And, like, knows automatically follows her. And it turns into, like, this, like, very complicated line dance. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but then while she's line dancing... Monkey! The monkey from her dad's veterinary clinic... Shows up. Yeah. Escaped from his owner. Or... I, or, I don't know. Or maybe he lives at the clinic. I don't know. Uh, escapes and finds her at the party. Right. And is talking to her from the trees. And taunting and throwing things. Uh, yeah, well, throwing things to get her attention, I think, at first. Yeah, and then just annoying people. Right. And so she's like, 
dancing, but also like telling him to go away and like shoo. But everyone thinks it's a dance move. And then everybody gets confused. And everybody gets confused and they're like, this is not... This is lame. You're not a great dancer. This is significantly worse than the lame dance we were doing moments ago. Right, right. I gotta say, like, the dance was not great to start, but, like, it it did go downhill. Um, And so then she's, like, really mad at the monkey. Like you are. (laughs) She's like, monkey! You're ruining my chances of a social climb here. And the, right. monkey, and the monkey is like, ha ha, French accent. Oh, ha ha. Uh, and, um, I have been naughty monkey. Right. And then the monkey is like, and I spiked the punch. <laughs> Who the fuck is selling a monkey booze? Where did the monkey get booze to spike a punch? And then if you're a monkey and you have booze, are you going to share that booze with random teenagers you've never met? I'm pretty sure that's a felony. Yeah, fuck no. You are keeping that booze for yourself. Can monkeys be convicted of felonies? I mean... I mean, I assume in Texas they'd execute them. Yes. But I don't know in California. I don't... This is a real interesting question. Yeah, so uh, the monkey spiked the punch... But, and he was like, "It's okay. It's like good stuff." Like, and Maya steals the and, bottle from him, and it's it's uh it's from France. <laughs> what booze is from France? Champagne. That's not booze. That's like sparkling wine. It's like, sparkling wine. I mean, uh, you would spike something with champagne. Nobody. Like rum, vodka, mm-hmm. gin. I guess absinthe, maybe. Maybe. But you wouldn't spike with absinthe. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of flavor. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they have a distilled booze I don't, tradition. I don't know, I don't know, but yeah, he was like, "It's good stuff." It's if you're French and you're drunk on distilled liquors right. from your please, home country, please please tell me, me all about all about your liquors spirits. Um, and that's where, um, first off, one of the the mom of the party shows up and mm-hmm. is like, "Oh hell no," which makes sense because like, yes, you cannot be having that at your party. <laughs> no, like, no. Again, that is a felony. That mm-hmm. is a problem. Right. You are going to jail. Right. And your whole HOA I is. I don't of, care like, if you're a cool mom. Like, no. No, your whole like Facebook account is going to get lit up from mm-hmm. your neighborhood if you did that. So you can't be having that. Um, and then the cool girls also totally steal Carl away. Yes. And this will be the last we see of Carl. Right after Rest the dance. Um, and so. We kind of skipped Does to... Does she get in trouble for spiking the punch? Yeah, her mom picks... Her, like, the next thing we see is her mom and her yell... Her mom's, like, lighting her up. She snuck out of the house and she spiked the punch. And she's like, no, it's the monkey. She's like, bullshit. Like, I <laughs> trust you not at all right now. Like, I, I mean, you've lied to me. You've hidden things from me. You're making up stories about a monkey. Like... She's like, no, the monkey thing is real. I mean, I did sneak out and lie to you. But, like, I'm not lying to you right now. And I have a note here also, seriously, Norm McDonald dog is obnoxious. Because he just keeps talking over people. Yes. And it is super annoying. Mm-hmm. It's not cute. It's not pithy. It's not. <laughs> and I understand why Maya is so, like, frustrated. Because all these animals just keep, like, interrupting her and her thoughts and her conversation all the time. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not fucking talking to you right now. Like, imagine if you ha- you're you on the phone with somebody Mm-hmm. and you're having that conversation and then there's someone else in the room that's answering you back to the conversation you're having and like only you can hear the person on the phone yes but you're having two and a half conversations at the same time like it would be super frustrating 
Turns out that's her life. Right. 24-7. I, I understand why she's frustrated. So, um, her mom decides Maya needs a break. And, of course, in Hollywood tradition, this means, like, a recreational summer camp that she's going to be at for the whole summer. Right. Six weeks. Six weeks. Six weeks. Um... And, like, Maya's like, come on, I need to talk to Dad about this. But apparently Studio couldn't afford him, so, no, right. Mom is right. and she unilaterally was like, I was, I was on the phone with him. He thinks it's a great idea. Yep. And not only is she going to the ranch, guess when it leaves? Like, the next day. Tomorrow. Yeah. Right. So, she goes out into downtown San Francisco to catch the world's shittiest school bus. Yes. That takes her to the ranch. To Durango Ranch. Yeah. Um, I really wanted the guy from Malibu Rescue as a callback to be driving this bus. <laughs> but it would be a call forward because this was made in like 2006. Right, and Malibu Rescue was made in 2000. I feel like that guy, 19. that actor has been driving buses since That's literally all he does. the 1980s. So maybe... <laughs> He's not that old. Yeah. He's like our age. <laughs> so Maya gets onto the bus and mm-hmm. immediately we meet the cast of... The cast of the, the Durango? Yes. Uh, first off, there's Alpha Girl. Yeah. Again, we don't know her name. Mean Girl. Her name's Brooklyn. Yeah, but we don't know her name no. for a significant portion of the next bit here. Yes. She is wearing a shirt that says Brooklyn. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean that your name is Brooklyn. <laughs> no. Uh, we also meet Fat Guy. Yes, Clayton. Gonna, Clayton, uh, who, there's going to be so much... So fat, fat shaming in this movie. Yes. Like an uncomfortable amount of fat shaming at Clayton's expense. Yeah. That I fear for his mental health. Yeah. Like it was, really it was real. Although I did Google him. Real not chill. He's, he's doing a lot better these days. He's fine. He's, he, he pulled a Neville. <laughs> like I'm going to just say it. Yeah. He's like he, super hot right now. He did okay. He He's, he's fine. He's yeah. doing good. Uh, and then there's a real skinny redheaded kid. Right. To, to kind of. Seal off that cliche. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all the people you meet. Well, that's all the people you meet. There's other on the people bus. on the bus milling around in the background. Right. They don't get to talk. They don't have any kind of interaction with Maya. No. Not that we see anyway. Right. So Maya and Brooklyn immediately Yeah, Brooklyn's in on her. Yeah. Like Brooklyn is immediately like the fucking worst. <laughs> yep. And Maya's like, You don't know me. Like, what's your deal? And uh Brooklyn's just like deuces. Eh? Yeah, I don't. I don't care. Yeah, I don't, it's I don't really know. a weird vibe. Yeah, uh, the big guy tries to defuse, but Brooklyn also like turns on him and just makes fun of him and his weight, and he's just like, "Oh, that was hurtful." Yeah, and like that's the ride to the camp. They get to they pull up in front of the the ranch, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, this place looks awesome. This looks really nice." Yeah, we're like, "Oh no, no, that's the that's the Silver Spurs Ranch. That's mm-hmm. across the street." Mm-hmm. We're over there. You're over here there in, the, in that shithole. Yeah. And they're like... Mur, mur. And it honestly... I mean, I don't know whether to be offended because this place still looks nicer than like <laughs> any camp I ever went to as a high schooler. Yeah, I would, was like, this place looks fine. Like, I've worked at summer camps that didn't look nearly this nice or have nearly as much access to cool stuff. Right. I have taken my kids to camps that don't look this nice. Well, I mean, like, part I've of never camp, been to camp this Part nice. of camp is it's mostly nature. Yeah. Like, so like, the more nature intact, the better. Yeah, like, my camps, the ones I've been to, the structures I've slept in basically keep you dry. Mostly. Mm-hmm. That's what they're there for. It's mostly 
just yeah. It's it, more. It's more. Yeah, it's more camping. I I have literally spent. I think my record was like four weeks without air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Like in Ohio in, in the, the summer. summer. Yeah, and then like I think. You know, like, we go to town and go to church on Sundays to get AC. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> for, for, like, two hours. <laughs> like, two hours. That was, like, the highlight. You get all fancied up and take a shower, and like... Your one shower? Yeah, I mean, you took a shower every day because it's gross. Mm-hmm. But, um, but you only wash off, like, one layer of dirt, and every day, like, two or three layers of dirt form. Oh, yeah. I was like, never, like... You're never clean, clean. Like, let's just say we had our own pew for reasons. Like, <laughs> it was fine. Um, but... They're they're pulling up to the camp, and immediately uh, Brooklyn and Maya are both transfixed by shirtless dude. Shirtless cowboy. Shirtless cowboy has like fucking nine abs. <laughs> like, oh, like he's got abs that just like keep tessellating around his right. torso until like, they get to his spine. Truly, this man has like one like, percent body fat. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I understand. I understand. I I, I understand the transfixion. It's it's yeah. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Right. Cool. So he's like trying to break a stallion. What is it with chicks and horses to quote um, <laughs> right. George Shirt- of the Jungle? Shirtless. <laughs> yeah. And um, his name's Bo. He walks up and introduces himself. Right. And puts on a shirt like while he's introducing himself. Which I appreciate. Right. It's, keep it professional, Bo. <laughs> and um, he's like, Hi, my name's Bo. My dad kind of, he's like, they're like, do you work here? He's like, yeah, my dad owns the place. And I'm, Brooklyn, I'm just here for the summer. Brooklyn's like, cool. And Maya's just says, what is it? You have amazing eyes. Yeah. Like something like that. Like just like blurts it out. And she's like, oh, was that out loud? She's like, did I say that out loud? And Brooklyn's like, yes. And this is where you find out about Brooklyn's name because she introduces herself. Right. She's like, I'm Brooklyn. And she's got a shirt that says Brooklyn. And you're <laughs> like, oh, well, okay, cool. That's. Right, and they're both, like, visibly swooning. Like, so much that Clayton is like, uh, ladies, ladies, like... Like, seriously, showers, do I need a hose? Showers are over there. <laughs> like, like, do I... Do we need to hose you guys off? Um, and he's like, well, okay, well, why don't you guys go get settled in? And it really feels like Bo is desperately just trying to, like, get out of this situation. Like, right. Like, you guys go to your cabin, and I'm gonna go get a restraining order. Right, like, like away from me. Like, yes, yes. I don't know... I don't know how Bo. Oh, like, Maya's supposed to be like seventeen, and Bo is supposed to be somewhat older. Or right, he's he's like somewhere. he's been through one year of college, so he's like maybe twenty, maybe twenty, maybe nineteen. So, so imagine you're like a twenty, nineteen, twenty year old, and like a seventeen year old is hitting on you. Yeah, like you're gonna want to be like later. Like, yeah, you're I gonna mean, have to evaluate I, some things. There was a very long time in my life when I was hit on by sixteen year olds. It was not when I was sixteen. No. <laughs> but, but it was, like, from the time that I was, like, mm, 18 to the time that I was, like, 24. Fair enough. <laughs> and I'd always have to be, like, um, I, like. No. I appreciate what is happening here, but, like, I'm not for you. No. I also had a similar problem with dudes hitting on me, like, 16 year old dudes hitting on me from 18 to 24. Right! It was a really weird thing that we would, like, be like, did that... <laughs> did that just happen? Did that just happen? And... Yeah, and we try to let him down easy. Like, yeah, I'm so flattered. Like, I'm like, you have amazing taste. But, Indeed. like, you know what? I'm married. 
And, uh... Also, highly heterosexual in my case. Right. But, like, I mean, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. it. Like, you know, it's kind of like getting someone, like, giving you a tip in currency for a country you're not in. Where you're Mm -hmm. like, if I ever try to cross the border, it's nice to know I have something in reserve. Right, I have have a loony. But, like, (laughs) um, not really valuable where I am at the moment. Right. Thank you. Right, thank you. Thank you, I appreciate it. Um, but anyway... Um, the cabin's kind of questionable. Still not horrible. I, I've summered in worse. Yeah, not bad at all. And, um, Maya, like, picks her bunk and Brooklyn's like, nah, bitch, that's mine. Like, just totally an alpha move. Yeah, like, and you're like, what? And Maya's like, why are you being such a bitch? <laughs> she's like, deuces, because I own this joint. Right. You're a city I girl. Like, like, I don't know. Like, you guys all got picked up within, like, 50 feet of each other. Right. You're all city kids. Like, right, I assume. I assume. Uh, Brooklyn appears to be from, like, New York City, so, like, there we are, Why right? Why did she fly to San Francisco to get on this shitty bus? Because it's a really nice <laughs> camp. Maybe your mom went to it. They've got fond memories. Fond memories. And also, her mother wants to get rid of her for a summer. Yes. That Okay, can we side note about where are these camps where you send your kids for a whole summer? Yeah, first off... <laughs> Where? First off, because I okay. So they're they're in upstate New York. They cost a million fucking dollars. Yeah, or they're in California. Mm-hmm. Also, a million fucking dollars. Right. That's I don't know anywhere it. in Ohio who will take your kid for a whole summer. I mean, you have to be staff and yeah. like late high school, like, and usually you've been at the camp like several times as like an elementary kid and a junior high. But maybe maybe I'm just like not in the upper echelons of like rich. Uh, I gotta talk to those. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're not in the upper not, echelons. Of I know the I'm rich. not. I gotta, I gotta talk to those like really snooty moms. <laughs> Be like, hey, where do you pawn off your child <laughs> for like six weeks? For six weeks during the summer. Yeah. Tell me everything. <laughs> but a truck pulls up, and it's the owner. It's Judd. Judd, who I recognized from several stints on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yes. I don't remember exactly who he played. I think it was, he was like, Will's fiance. Will's dad. fiance's dad. Yeah. yeah. He was Lisa's uh, dad. And then there's another truck that pulls up. And, and instantly I was like, oh, that's the bad they guy. They play, like, bad guy theme music. Yeah, like Western bad guy theme music. Yeah, like... And this guy walks up. He's got, like, the gray pe- salt and pepper beard. And he's, like, real skinny. And, mm-hmm. like, kind of pretends to be, like, Western guy. But at the same time, you can tell this guy's never like, really he's just... gotten his boots dirty. Yeah. like, uh, And he comes out... And he's like, hey, thanks for selling me that livestock. And he hands him some money. And he's like, I'd be happy to take any more off your hands. And he's like, I think I think we'll be okay. Like, you know, thanks for being a good neighbor or whatever. And uh, yeah. buying this, livestock, this livestock. And he's like, you know, I'm always interested in, uh, in this, you know, in a great piece of land like this or whatever. Like, I'm happy to be a good neighbor. <laughs> and you can tell he's just smarmy. Yeah, and you can tell he's like real, yeah. real shady. Walter here sucks. Mm-hmm. So, um, then, like, Judd goes down to introduce himself to the kids. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, how you doing? Um, welcome to the thing. By the way, end of the summer, there's a rodeo. Right, right. So we're all, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to teach you how to be, like, cow people. Mm-hmm. And, so. uh, you know, we'll learn, we'll learn riding and roping and, like. And this is where. We'll go on a cattle drive. Um, and then if you want, you, if you feel like it, you can enter in individual, yeah, individual things in the rodeo. 
which is good because I mean everybody will be in something, i.e., all you unnamed extras, <laughs> right? But you four people we're gonna actually pay attention to, right? Um, and they're like, "What about don't don't we join as a team?" And they're like, "No, no, no, we don't do it. We don't do a team. Like we don't join as a team. There's just not we don't have enough talent, or there's not enough of us, or whatever. Like, yeah, you can all do individual stuff but if like, you want, but then there's no pressure if yeah. we're like not a team." And so then they start with the trail ride. Um, Tyler is one of the ones we figure. He's the skinny dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and they he gets on his horse real... He's actually not too bad at it. Uh, mm-hmm. So is Brooklyn. She's pretty good. Um, big I think guy, Tyler struggles a little bit. A little bit, but he gets on eventually. Big guy gets on his horse and the horse like collapses. And the horse lays down. Yeah. And you're like, like, motherfucker, you weigh 3,000 pounds. <laughs> You can carry this man regardless of what he weighs. And, like, Brooklyn is just laying into him and mocking him relentlessly. Oh, like, being such a terrible person. And I'm like, why are none of the grown-ups stepping in here? Like, why is no one standing up and being like, no, listen, we don't do that here. Right, but Brooklyn, shut the fuck up. Like, again, I was was a camp counselor in, like, 2001? Yes. I want to say. And... We did not abide that kind of stuff. No. This isn't like some namby pamby like millennial shit. Like this is <laughs> this is called being a good human. Right, right. And instead of being like, hey, your horse is a real drama queen. Like it's it's not you. Like, sorry. Like yeah. she'll she'll get up when she's ready, but like that's not your fault, you know? Yeah, Brooklyn like lays it on and Maya at one point manages to get on her horse backwards. backwards? And it takes off. Right. And then the horse runs away. Maya has to be rescued by Bo. Yes. And of course, Brooklyn like trots up to have like smart A moment. I don't know. I don't know. She's just got to be involved in the drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she was like, did you do that on purpose so that he'd rescue you? And she was like, yeah, that'd be real smooth. <laughs> like, yeah. Totally the plan. 100%. So uh, that night, they skip, like jump at it to that night. Mm-hmm. Maya's trying to sleep, but like. All the fucking animals are screaming. Oh uh, yeah, because they're like having a party or whatever. Or like, I figured like ninety percent of animal communication is basically like, "Hey, lady, hey, hundred <laughs> percent. Anybody want to come over tonight?" And you're like, "No." You're like, "You sure?" Still no. <laughs> like, now you come over here, okay? <laughs> like. I mean, like, I figure that's 90% of animal communication. I'm a little biased towards human Maybe. Maybe. Or you're just like, hey, hey, over here I smelled some stuff. It smelled great. Usually come smell it. Yep. And so she has a hard time sleeping. We skip Mm. to the next morning. We meet the chickens who are like old lady The chickens are mean girls too, though. Yeah. They're like old catty, like. They have like one rooster. And they don't like him because he's not roostery enough. I don't know. I don't know what their deal I is. I mean, there's like again, the there's some like performance shaming in this. Yeah, like it's not I don't comfortable know. at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, and then Maya wakes up, comes around the corner, trips into the mud. Into maybe not mud, maybe I manure. Mean, it's it's fair. And Bo helps her up. Bo is there. Just yeah. magic. Right, and he's like, hey. Uh, my dad likes to get a jump on the sun, so we're going to leave in like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she's like, okay, no problem. <laughs> and like just disappeared. But she hears a voice, a familiar voice. Mm-hmm. 
fucking Norm Macdonald. Her goddamn dog. Yeah. From San Francisco, jumped in a pickup truck. And just showed up here. And just drove. Like, there's a whole movie of how the fuck does her dog get... From San Francisco. From San Francisco to wherever she is. Also, like... That mom. She's got one daughter and one dog in that house. Right. Right. And they're... Like, the daughter's gone. She had one fucking job. So I understand being like, oh shit, the dog ran away. I'm not going to tell Maya. Like, I'm not going to call her and be like, hey, do you know where this dog is? Yeah, she wouldn't be my first check. But at the same time... But there wasn't any, like, mom is freaking out because now the dog is also missing. Nope. Like, she could have called Eddie Murphy. No. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a whole thing off scene. Like I said, there might be a whole other movie, Dr. Mm. Doolittle 4, about the adventures <laughs> of Norm the dog. But no. Um, but Maya talked to the dog, kind of both sees her, and is just freaking out. By the way, just to back up a little bit, when they introduce herself, themselves um, to Judd, mm-hmm. Maya totally introduces herself as like Maya something something Maya something. Maya Dolores Haynes. Maya Dolores Haynes. Uh, as her name and Judd just looks at her like sure whatever mm-hmm. um, because she doesn't want people to know she's a Doolittle right because if people Latinx. know that she's a Doolittle they'll know that like her dad talks to the animals and maybe she talks to the animals and it'll be like a thing and people are going to look at her like she's a freak yep so yeah and so they go on the first ride they come back or whatever and then there's like this whole training montage of like the kids learning how to like do very basic ranchy stuff. Right. Like with the like a rope throwing thing. Doesn't work. And I don't know what else. The big guy has to go wrestle steers. Like, oh, yes. And there's just so much like fat shaming and like making fun of him for being overweight. And mm-hmm. again, it's just really uncomfortable. Like with not only 2000 eyes, but like even in like. Even in 2006, I would be like, guys, this is not chill. This is not okay. Um, But apparently Norm Dog tells all the animals about Maya. Right, and how she can talk. Because, okay, so, again, this is a conceit of the talking animal movies. Mm -hmm. So if all animals can understand all other animals. Yes, except for humans. Except humans. We're the only ones who can't understand. Like, I don't know why we got left out of this club. Yes. I don't know. Like, I mean, I get that it makes the movie a little bit better because, mm-hmm. like, then you're not having a human translating from monkey to dog. But, like... It's... Maybe it, it's... I don't, I don't know. If all the anim, I feel like if all the animals could easily and reliably communicate to each other, why, they would kill us. Why the fuck are humans still around? <laughs> like, they would be like, fuck this shit. Like, like the cows would rise up mm-hmm. and take us out. Right, like some Longhorns. Oh, yeah. Some Agnes? Man, those things are... Anyway. Um, So, the chickens, again, we're back here again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the the chickens are absolutely relentlessly mocking this this rooster for his inability to perform, basically, so. is what I think. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, I don't know. I mean, there's, they're not saying what they're saying, but they're saying... Right. Right. Like, basically, the rooster can't get it up, is what they're saying. Which, again, I just feel like this writer is like, he has some stuff he needs to work through. 
And I feel very qualified in putting a male pronoun in front of that. Like, it's just like, oh, buddy, like, you okay? Like, this is not the place for therapy. Like, right, right. You, you, you should see a pro. Um, and so, like, the rooster's really on the edge. Maya has to go in and talk him down. Mm-hmm. Um, and while she's talking him down, she, like, backs up and runs into the other kids who are coming out of the chicken coop. Right. And this is where she, like, knocks over the kids who, like, get eggs on them and chicken poop, apparently. Right. And then, like, it's a food fight. Right. And then Brooklyn immediately the starts throwing eggs. I mean, she seems fine. Right. Uh, Brooklyn and, wasn't even in this. Like, she didn't knock over Brooklyn. She knocked over, like, the redheaded kid. Yeah. And so, like, instantly they're, like, throwing eggs at each other. And Judd shows up. And he's like, dude, I was going to sell those eggs this 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 evening. Like, I mean, honestly, he's basically insolvent. He's got no money. The only things he can do is sell livestock and eggs and the land. And he doesn't want to sell the land. Right. So eggs, and he wants to sell as little livestock as possible. So, like, eggs seem like a good renewable resource, right? And then, like, Bo just smashes an egg on right. his Bo's head. Right, like, they're just having a little fun and, like, smash an egg into his head. And then and he immediately joins in. he's like, oh, no problem. Let's have an egg fight. Yeah, so, like, they throw about 50 bucks worth of eggs at I, each other. I gotta say, if my children, if I'm like, stop doing what you're doing, and they're like, but we're only doing it because it's fun, and then they, like, smash an egg in my face, I would not be like, oh, you're right. I'm a jovial person. I'd be like... Scorched fucking earth. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck all of y'all. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. But, like, then Maya is, like, thinking Bo is starting to fall for her. And it's been like, oh, I don't know, maybe 24 hours? So yeah, it seems legit. Maybe, it's, it's a very maybe short 48 timeline. tops. Mm-hmm. Uh, time in this, again, is very weird. Yeah, it's very squishy. Very squishy time. Uh, you pointed out, like, typically you're like, oh, six weeks until the big rodeo. And then, like, every fourth scene, somebody mentions only four weeks till the big rodeo, three weeks to the big rodeo, two weeks to the big rodeo. Can you believe the rodeo's next week? No. There's none of those signposts in this movie. It's just <laughs> it's like, like six weeks until the rodeo. And then it's like, rodeo's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, I have no idea how much time is passing. Uh, but Bo, Bo is like, like. She's like, I think she's starting to like me. Or Maya's like, I think Bo's starting to like me. And the dog is just like, you or who you're pretending to be? I'm like, what? Who knows anything? Like, I don't, what? Right, because is... all, all she's pretending to be is just not talk to animals. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's not a significant personality else, trait. Everything else about her life is the same. <laughs> <sighs> so then we see, like, Bo trying to break a horse. Yes. Who Stallion. he hasn't even named yet. Right. And Maya's like, what's your name? He's like, my name's Butch. Of course, Butch. Right. Right. Um, Again, this writer, is he trying to get with a girl who's a little... I don't... Butch? No. I don't... like, this is a metaphor? Um, Are he sliding in there past everyone? Because if he is, he fucking sucks. I don't know. I don't know. Um, So... Yeah, Maya's like, hey, to Bo, like, hey, what's his name? And he's like, I don't know, I haven't named him yet. And like, well, maybe you should start with a name. Yeah. Also, here's another question. Mm-hmm. So Butch here knows his name. Yes. And if Bo had named Butch, Bo probably would not have pulled Butch out of the ether. No. To name this, this so horse. So the only 
person who could name animals their name would be a doolittle. Would be a doolittle. Everyone else is like, I don't know, she named me Frederick. But like, I feel like we're misnaming a lot of like. There's yes. a lot of dead naming out there for I'm animals. I'm sure there's a lot of dead naming. No out wonder there they for hate animals. us. Yeah. And also probably the eating them thing doesn't help. I mean, it's a it's a multifaceted problem. It really is. Um, but anyway, um, turns out this horse that's really ornery just has a rocking issue. So Maya goes over and pulls it out. And he's like, I owe you one. And Bo is instantly like, hey, that horse let you, like, let yeah, you so touch they, him. So, the, so Bo's like, I don't know, maybe we can't break him. Like, it's a last cause. And uh, goes off to ride with his dad. And then uh, sees, like, out of the corner of her eye, her, like... Walk into the the pen. Walk into the pen, like... Touch the horse. Touch the horse, take the, sh- take the rock out of his shoe, like, snuggle him. Like, first off, this pen has, like, do not enter, dangerous, unbroken <laughs> stallion signs. Like, I'm like, first off, where do you get that sign? Because I need one for, like, reasons. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> um, but, like... Why do, like, so, why would you let a 17-year-old girl go into a pen with an unbroken stallion unsupervised? And she's not a horse person. Like, Seems she bad. Doesn't, she doesn't have she's a lot of horse San Francisco. training. It's like, the first time she was on a horse was two days ago and she rode it backwards. Like, yeah, like, no. If, like, so the, the camp I was at would have, like, untrained horses uh, sometimes. And then they would have to train them. They would be, like, all the fuck by themselves. <laughs> like, no, no, no. And you would have to use, like, uh, you know, and there'd be, like, one person who could go in there, you know. Get them used to the trails and, it, and everything. And it was not fucking campers. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, like, 16-year-old girl that's never been on a horse before. You know what you get? You get the horse that when they put a saddle on it and they put a kid on it, that horse walks the trail. Right. Regardless of anything that happens. If the kid the- falls off... That horse still walks the trail and so, comes home. So the camp that I was working at one time, the horses got out and they just walked the trail all night. Yeah. That's and then they, they came back. <laughs> like, you just saw them walking the trail and you're like, uh, it's six in the morning and the horses are walking the trail. <laughs> but, yeah, they do that. And they're like, well, they'll go back. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Because that's where the food is that's and they the know that. Is? Yeah. Just like, that's back. what you put 16-year-old girls that have never ridden a horse before in their life on. Yep, yep. Uh, but they are, go out for another ride, apparently. We meet the other ranch. Um, they're really smarmy. Yeah. I hate them instantly. Yeah, so they go out for another ride, and the I guess because their land, like, butts up against each other, so the yeah. cattle that they were going to find... Uh, that's a little later, but yeah. Wandered up. I don't know. Uh, was like at the very edge of their land. Well, they're just taking a ride and they just go off to the oh, edge. Oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And that's when they see like the other guys. The Silver Spurs the guys who are just hanging out at the, the edge side. of their land. I guess. Just waiting for these dungaroo uh, rodeo people to like wander by so they can like trash talk them. Yeah, I guess. And they do trash talk. Okay. So their names are like. Kip and Skip and Kiki. <laughs> right, right. You actually get their names a little faster. Uh, Skip, I believe, is the main annoying kid. Mm-hmm. Kip is the one that always has a piece of straw hanging out of his like mouth. Like a literal piece of a piece of wheat with like the the wheat berries on it. You know you what are I mean? Such a fucking city girl. <laughs> what is it called? The wheat berries. What is it called? That's just wheat. No. <laughs> 
Those are the seeds. There's a stick part of the wheat, and then That's there's a the, the seed parts of the wheat, seeds. and then the hairy parts. I mean, it's part of the. <laughs> I don't know. They much got names for that. But okay. Like, well, anyway, the full piece of wheat. I don't think berries is it. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. You do that. But anyway, it's hanging out. And they'd smack talk, and Bo is just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, they head back. Turns out they're getting ready to go for a big one. This is where we find out that the cows for the ranch have escaped or wandered off, and they got to go find them. Again, where the fuck is this camp? Because, like, all the camps I've been at, they're, like, maybe 40 acres tops, like, if we lost a camper, we could usually find them within 30 minutes. Like, yes. I, how do you, how big is your camp? You lose a whole herd of cows. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Uh, but they're packing up for a ride. Um, everybody's helping out. And Maya's like, oh, I'll go get some more blankets. And goes into the barn. Right, right. And, and this is the. It, in the barn. Yeah, this is the dock from, um. It is like scene cars. for scene, the doc from Cars thing Moment, where it's where like, she, sees she, go, the she goes to get the thing and then she turns and there's all these uh, newspaper articles where it's like teen, like upstart in rodeo. Best bull rider ever. <laughs> right. And then the next one is like tragic accident. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so random, but she's like, and then Bo's like, oh Yeah. No, so she was like, I wonder why he's never told me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, why did he never say anything? It's been like four days. Because like, you've known him for like three fucking days. Yeah. And then like, yeah, it's really weird. So they they go out to find these cows with like a literal covered rat wagon. Yes, literal covered wagon. Pulled by like horses. I'm like, for the record, that's what pickup trucks are for now. Like, just get a four-wheel drive pickup and right. be fine. Right, no. They so, just were like literal covered wagon. Yep. Uh, and there's like this whole speech of like, you can't fight your destiny. You got to do what you got to do. Yes. From Judd or yep. from Norm MacDonald? Yeah, from Judd. Okay. Um, And then they find the herd and everybody's happy. But isn't fighting your destiny the whole... I did look up the parts of... So, wheat berries are a thing if you Google wheat berries. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I learned something. But uh, it's technically the spike. Is the top squishy is part. the top squishy part. The whole thing. And it's made of two parts. It's made of a gloom and an on. You're making shit up. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> That's what it says. Did you know those words? <laughs> I didn't know those were words. Gloom? Yes. But also, if you Google wheat berries... Apparently they are a thing, and you can buy them on Amazon. I mean, you can buy anything on Amazon, whether or not it's actually real. Mm-hmm. I bet you can put any two nouns together and get an Amazon hit. That's right. just my bad. Right. So anyway. Um, so we're at the camp the first night. The smart, the skinny kid is practicing lassoing, ropes a tree branch, and like yanks it and takes a groin shot, because those are right, always funny. Right, because groin shots. Yeah. Um... Then the fat kid takes off chasing a cow because... The cow still has candy. I mean, like, oh, gosh, come on. This is so problematic. Like, yeah, the cow still has candy, and he, like, tackles the calf in, like, a second. And everyone's like, wow, Clayton, you really have a, a you know, whatever. You're a natural. Yep. And uh, Norm MacDonald's like, never steal fat kid's candy. 
Yep. And again, Norm. Just so gross. words. Uh, and then there's a CG snake attack. Yes. So, yes. like, most of the animals appear to either be, like, animals or puppets of some sort. Mm-hmm. Or, like, animal, like an actual physical animal with, like, just a CG jaw. Yeah. Like, you can kind of tell where the different budgets are, mm-hmm. depending on what the scene needed. Right, so... But uh, this one is, like, so badly CG. Right, uh, and uh, the red-headed kid ropes the snake. rattlesnake and, and pulls it away from the girls. Yeah. And then he's like, oh my god, I did it! And then he realizes that the snake is, like, on his shoulder. By the like, way, like, Judd's like, good job, Tyler! And you're like, oh, that's his name. Cool. Yeah! That's like, write that down. Somebody write it down. the first time I've heard We're his like, name. like, two-thirds of the way through this movie, we finally got a name for this kid. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Uh, and then, it, yeah, it's on his shoulder. Tyler's dead. Yeah. Tyler got a snake bite. They're at least 45 minutes. Nobody bought a motor vehicle. It's all horses. So yeah, it's, it's going to take a while to get a, out of there in the middle bit. of the night. Yeah, he died. Uh, but no, not in no, this movie. Fine. I don't know what happened. Although the snake just looks at him and goes, you have a dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yes. And I'm like, that's... Yeah. Yeah, we're that's a reference. Sure. Uh, I, do they like catch him in a bucket or something? I don't know what they do. I don't know. They somehow catch the snake, and Tyler doesn't die. Yep, I guess. So, um, back at the campfire, Maya and Bo are totally having like some like googly eye moments. Right. Brooklyn's totally jelly, and um, the next day they come down over the hill, and they see um the Beakerman place. Mm-hmm. and it's like this really nice ranch and it's got like white picket fences and it looks really cool it but has no bearing to the plot at all isn't it the silver spurs place or is it not i i mean they just call it the beakerman place they don't call it the silver spurs ranch no that's just what it is the beakerman place cool cool who knows i don't know it made no sense but um, Bo's like, so we got him here. You think they uh, deserve an evening off? I'm like, yeah, sure, because they put in a solid three days of work. <laughs> Whatever. And uh, they found at least six cows, <laughs> judging by the size of this herd. Who knows how many cows were missing? But, you know, we're seems seems fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is when they go into the barn dance. Yes. 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 So they go... Country music and pickup trucks. That's all it is. Yes, country music and pickup trucks. Uh, yeah, and they have like a mechanical bull. The big guy gets on the mechanical bull again. Lots of bad shaming and inappropriate comments. Right, and he gets, and he gets thrown, thrown off because yeah. mechanical bulls are, are like hard. Like, yep. bull riding is a real. Uh, I'm gonna say niche skill. It is. And unless you know how to ride a bull, you're not gonna be naturally good at it. No, no, you gotta practice that shit. Um, but Skip gets on mm-hmm. from the Silver Spurs Ranch. Right. With the wheat still in his mouth. Yep. Have you ever seen someone walk around with wheat in their mouth? No. No. Of course, I don't hang out by wheat much, so there's that. Are you kidding me? There's wheat every fucking where. <laughs> That's corn honey and soy. Right? And wheat. We're in Ohio. It's corn and soy. <laughs> That's pretty much all you get. Um... And he's, he wins and he smacks talks to Bo because, like, Bo won't get on anymore and can't do it right, anymore. Right, right. You're uh, a husband. And then Kiki gets up and sings a song on the stage. Yeah, so it, it took me a while to realize that it was Kiki singing. Right. That we were in a karaoke barn. Barn? Yeah, I'll go with that. 
So it's, it's a it's a bar slash line dancing place slash karaoke place. And like Brooklyn. With a mechanical bull. And Brooklyn is like totally like smack talking in kind of a more sloppy than usual way. And yes. I have a note here. I'm like, is Brooklyn drunk? Is Brooklyn drunk? I yes. think she might be. I think she might have like hit up some cowboys for booze. Right. Seems legit. Seems like something Brooklyn would do. <laughs> And, like, someone's like, we gotta stand up to these Silver Spurs kids. And so, apparently, they're gonna do that through song? Through karaoke. Through the magical power through of karaoke. Through the magical power of karaoke. And so, Maya gets up, and she's like, y'all have heard of hip-hop, but I'm gonna do some hick-hop. First off. So offended. <laughs> word hick isn't, that, that's our word. Okay, you don't, no. Don't just throw that around. Like, you would have brought that bar to a screeching <laughs> halt by throwing that out there without some real bona fides to back it up. You're from San Francisco, honey. Sit down. Yeah, like, you're so a city girl. It's it's okay. She can be a city girl, but, like... I mean, like, yeah, it's just... Mm, so it's not she good. does, uh, like... It's like a family-friendly girl kid rock thing. I yeah, don't know, maybe. Yeah, she does a little freestyle, like rocky, rappy. I have the quote: thing. "Love me when my roots are showing." Yes, is the thing. So apparently, it's about how, like, when your hair grows out and your dye mm-hmm. jabs like poking out. Like, sure, maybe. Yeah. Or I don't. I don't know. I don't I guess, know what it's about. But again, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to say this, but like, it seems more of a white girl problem. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, maybe. Uh, or or maybe it's like your background. Like, maybe I don't it's think more it's metaphorical that complicated. than I, that. I don't know. I, I'm not giving it that much credit. I don't know. But it doesn't. The words don't make sense. But there is a line dance that goes with it that everybody gets on the floor and does. And immediately does. Right. And, like, Silver Spurs guys are, like, really grumpy and angry about the fact that Maya's singing a song and doing And people are line dancing. dancing. Uh, and then they're like, we have a new champion. At no point was there, like, karaoke championship, like... Like, on the tag. Yeah. There How was, do you even rank this? This was not, like, this was not anywhere. It would have, you'd have to, like... The audience would vote like in America's uh... American Idol, like text this number. <laughs> There's literally nothing here that backs up the concept of like karaoke championship, karaoke championship. But like, sure, why not? Whatever. So anyway, my wins the uh, aforementioned uh, karaoke championship, which mm-hmm. no one knew was happening. So um, next morning, we skip two. We're magically back at the camp. So maybe it's not the next morning. Maybe it's like four days later after they like trek back. <laughs> uh, but the banker sitting there with his little bolo tie and cowboy hat telling Judd, yeah, we're going to have to foreclose. Like, if you can't come up with the money, mm-hmm. you're going to have to foreclose and we'll sell to Right, so like you, you have to sell to Silver Spurs because otherwise you won't get any money. If the bank forecloses, you don't get any money. But if right. you just like sell out to Silver Spurs, then you at least have something. Right. And you got to pocket the rest and whatever you owe the bank, they'll take. But, like, you can at least have something to show for yourself. But Judd has to go out. He tells the kids, hey, bad news. You know, we got to shut down. We're going to sell the Silver Spurs. Mm -hmm. It's bullshit. Right. So we can't, like, end the summer. Yeah. So a couple of things. Uh, So so Maya's mom went to this camp. Yes. 
So this camp has been existent for decades, I yeah, assume. Yeah, at least like 30 years. Um, They should probably be paid off by now. Yeah. They might have a lot of land, which might cause a bit of a tax burden, but mm-hmm. like you price that into shit, I guess. <laughs> but like how badly managed is this camp that they can't, like they had to take out another mortgage just to, Maybe, I, guess? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe, you know, some maybe Bo's mom had some medical issues. Yeah. Maybe that's it. And they had to take had out to... another mortgage leveraged against the camp. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, cuz she's obviously not in this movie. Right. For reasons probably I can, I can see that. That happens. It happens, I guess. Uh, but like everybody's like I don't want to leave. I wish there was something we could do. Oh my gosh, this camp means everything to me. And you're just like, you were here. This feels very unearned. Like just really <laughs> <sighs> whatever and so that night uh a goat shows up in the cabin like mm-hmm. they do yeah and tells maya she's needed in the bar like hey maya uh i'm very sorry to wake you but you're needed in the bar yep and so all the animals are hanging out uh just there's no pens involved everybody just apparently can walk into the barn whenever they want right it's a it's a free it's a lazy affair right whatever it's whatever farm. it's animal house or animal farm not animal house Either. it's a different film both of those have people sleeping wherever they want. Uh, fair. Enough. I don't know. I've never read Animal Farm. <laughs> fair. Um, so, like, maybe, and the and the animals are like, "You need, we need your help." Maybe the other kids would help if they knew who you were. Why? Why? I don't know. And she was like, "Look, me being able to talk to animals doesn't solve the problem. I still have any ideas. Like, I don't." I don't know how to get you money. I'm only 16. Yeah. And, like, or whatever. How old she is. Yeah. I don't know. But they're like, yeah, I just figured it out. But the next morning, everybody's leaving. Like, everybody's got to go now. Right. Like, just like, everybody's got to leave the camp. Like, they're not going to finish out the season. They're not going to finish <laughs> out, like, <laughs> right, two right. weeks of camp left. You know, like, I feel like if you were selling the camp to Silver Spurs, you'd be like, listen, guys. Look, uh, we got we got to finish out. This season, we had I'll people... sign the paperwork today, get the money, like, right. advance. but we had people who paid us for the whole six weeks, and if I send their kids back two weeks early, or a week early, or ten That's days early... That's a liability. Early, yeah, like... So we gotta, like, come through I'll need, I'll need to pay them back. Yeah, nope. And, like, so the kids are getting on the bus, and again, it's just, like, this whole, like, wish there was something we could do. Bo's driving the bus now. Bo is driving he's the like bus now. He's like 20 now. years old, but he's got a bus driver's license, so that's cool. He's got yeah. a CDL. Yeah, so uh, I wasn't allowed to drive other people in my own car. Like, oh, yeah. Until I was 21. Yeah, like for, for like, a church. We, yeah, we volunteered for a lot of different um, kid facing stuff. Yeah. Or like yeah. a park district. Like, I wasn't allowed to drive people. Yeah. Like, I I never have driven a bus. <laughs> no, I was like, offered to learn how to drive a bus once, and I declined. Ooh, you should have. Because, well, no, it was in New York City. You should have. That would have been so baller. <laughs> like, I learned how to drive. Yeah, I mean. I feel like after that, everything's easy. If you're like, I learned how to drive a bus in New York City, bitches. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, Ohio this, is like. Not Manhattan shit. Snooze. Like, up in, like, the Bronx. Like, where all the roads are curvy <laughs> and steep and weird. Like, yeah, like, I can drive a bus. <laughs> Damn straight. Yeah. But, would, like, mostly like... we just kind of looked at it and realized, like, transferring my driver's license to New York was going to be, like, a pain in the ass. Yeah, and you're like, no, never mind. And, like, but, like, I had to have residency and we're not, we weren't really clear on a lot of 
weird stuff. So we're you're just like, like oh, yeah, no, not, not worth it. If you're going to be here for years, we'll do it. But, but yeah. Not for the summer. So there's like, Norm McDonald's on the bus with them is like, you got to like accept yourself and like help out. And that's when like Maya stops the bus. Right. She's like, stop the bus. They do drive past a uh, like rodeo weekend, like $50,000 prize. Yeah. A sign at least. Yeah. And so like Maya stops the bus and like, listen, this is what we'll do. We'll win the rodeo. Easy plan. No worries. How can this possibly go wrong? And like all of us can do something to win. We can all help out. We can go in as a team. We can do this and we'll save the camp. And everybody's like, yay! Sounds great. Well, and they're like, uh, how's this going to work? And they're like, well, Brooklyn, like, is a mouthy bitch, but she's really good at riding horses. So, like, we'll use that. (laughs) And Red's really good at, uh, like, throwing the rope and Clayton can, you know, wrestle steers. steers. What do you do, Maya? I talk to animals. I'm actually Maya Doolittle. Like, oh, well, that makes sense. Right. And, like, Bo just, like, takes off. Like, he just leaves. He's got the bus pulled over. He puts it in park, takes off, and is, like, staring at a a lake. Right. And Maya has to, like, go up and, um, like, talk him out of it. And he's like, I've been just waiting for somebody to do this. Like, you're awesome. I'm in. Let's Mm -hmm. do this. Let's go tell my dad what we're doing. Also, this was a moment where I was like, why are they in, like, completely different camera styles? <laughs> yeah, so, like, he was, like, super, super crisp. Like, and... you could count the pores on his face. Right, and she was, like, very soft focusy. It was odd. <laughs> it was, like, and the thing was, like... Different lighting. They had, like, a, a you know, the two-camera over-the-shoulder shot conversation mm-hmm. on the bus, and they were like this, and I was like, ah, maybe it's just a weird lighting thing, like, because he's more lit, better... You know, being in the driver's seat, like he's got more glass around him, more yeah, daylight. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and she's like back in the bus a little bit, so maybe there was something. But then they're like both standing by the same lake, and it was still the same. And I'm just like, this is weird. This is weird. I don't know. Anyway, if you're a director of photography that worked on right, if you worked on Doctor Doolittle, Doolittle three, three, and you made that decision, please let yeah, me know why int- that was. I'm intrigued. It's it's weird. Um, usually I, I feel like that probably happens a lot more, but it was just very noticeable. Yeah. Normally it's not so noticeable. All right. But, um, he thinks Maya's cool. He grabs her hand and they jump back onto the bus together mm-hmm. to go back to the ranch to confront his dad. So the banker's there. Silver Spurs dude's there. Right. Silver Spurs, Spurs dude is like, here's a pen. You can keep it as a it's souvenir. It's not Silver Spoon's dude. That's a different. Whatever. Spurs. Yeah. Spurs. Uh, and they, um, they're in the sign paper. Yeah. And Bo comes barging in with all the kids. Like, like, the second his uh, pen is going to touch the paper. He's like, don't sign that, Dad. We're going to... We have a plan. We have a plan. We're going to make this work. And Maya's like, yeah, my name is actually Maya Doolittle. He's like, yeah, no. No, so he immediately leaves. Sorry. He immediately leaves the signing and was like, gotta go see about my son. Like, I'll see myself out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know what happens. So, like, in the hallway, Maya's like, yeah, my name is actually Maya Doolittle. And you're like, yeah, I fucking know. Yeah, I saw the paperwork. Like, like your mom signed you up. You like, know, I have to have a copy of everyone's insurance, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, you're, I mean, of course you're buying a Doolittle. I knew that. And um, so they're like, okay, so here's what we're going to, Maya's like, we're going to go and we're going to win 
the rodeo and he's like first off that's like really hard second off who are you gonna have to do it and Bo's like i'm gonna do the the bull ride and instantly his dad's like but the doctor said if you took one more fall you might never walk again yep I'm like, oh, well, that was Those not, are some stakes. Yeah. Well, also, like, not <laughs> or, not ever said before. But, like, very uh, kind of squeezed in there. Right. And then immediately he's like, it's my life, Dad. <laughs> it's also, my choice. Also, like, I'm not familiar. I'm not an expert on bull riding. I'm really not. Are there more than one way to get off of a bull? Like, you go for the eight seconds. Right, but then you fall off. Like, <laughs> like you let go. <laughs> you're leaving that bull at speed. Somehow. Right. And he was it's like, Dad. Just I after will, two will, seconds, after eight seconds, whatever. Right. He's like, I will stay on the bull the full eight seconds. And I was like, but then you're going to get thrown off a bull at the end. Like, there's just no... Bulls don't stop when the timer goes. They're like, oh, I guess that's They're not like, oh, I'm not mad anymore. Uh, Congrats, you won, sir. Right. Yeah, good game. Get you a little pat on the ass and move you on. Right, no. Like, no. They're still real fucking mad. Yeah, I don't... Weird. All right, so then there's another training montage. Still not looking great, by the Uh way. Um... Butch is, like, going to be the horse that runs the, like, barrels and Right, because they're like, we'll, we'll never, uh, all our old slow trail horses aren't fast enough to do the barrels. Like, we have to, we have to use Butch. Yeah, and so. Even though no one has ever been able to break them. Yeah, so Maya just like, listen, it's either you help us or the glue factory. Like. Yeah. Buddy, you need you need to step up. And he's like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll do it. I can do this. He's like, it would be my honor. Also, during this whole training <laughs> montage, Maya's given like tips on self confidence to the rooster. Like she just like yes! randomly is running over because apparently a rooster is worth. I, I mean, mean, she has been ignoring the, the all the animals and their problems because she was like, I don't really care. Like none of these problems are my problems. And like, but you, but you're the only one I could talk to. Yep. And so like, there's a whole scene. Where, like, after they've trained a bit, everybody's kind of improved and shown signs of, like, not being complete dipshits. Right. Like, Bo walks up to Maya and is like, are you nervous? Like, the fuck is she nervous about? She doesn't compete she in any of these. nothing riding on All this. she has to do is maybe talk to the animals. In three days, she goes home, whether or not the ranch wins or not, whether or not, like, you guys come in first or last, she's not getting on any of these events. She's just here why would she be nervous she's the least stakes yeah Bo should be nervous because his dad's livelihood is at stake also he might fucking die yeah like there's a lot he needs to be worried about but like maya no she's fine she's fine she'll be fine but boom rodeo day Mm -hmm. so first thing that i notice is there's cheering sections for east of the ranches yes which is like instantly high stakes how many ranches are there? Are there more than two? I think there were like five. Yeah, I think there were five. Where the fuck were the other ranches during this whole plot thing? Mm. Like, I feel like... Somewhere far away. I, I think it would be hilarious if once in this, like, good, scrappy, like, low-budget ranch versus, like, schmarmy, high-society ranch, like, one of the other ranches in the middle just, like, shows up on their own arc and is like, we win! <laughs> like, that would be so great. It would be great. It'd be like, well, I mean, those guys are usually they. I mean, they earned it. That's cool. You know, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Still losing the ranch, but like, you know, 
At least it wasn't to the Silver Spurs assholes. Also, like, what brand, like, what rodeo has a $50,000 prize for, like, high school kids that have been training all summer? Yes. That seems like a really steep, like, But you have to split it, like, ten ways. I mean, I guess you should, but, like, they're not gonna. Like, these guys are gonna gonna get out of the the ranch ranch to try to save it, I guess. But, like... I don't know. Like, it still seems really steep. Mm-hmm. Um, Silver kind of cheats a little. Like, they throw dirt in people's faces. I don't know that they're cheating, but they are being poor sports. They are very poor sports. Um, there seems to be only four events, two rounds per each. Yes. Maybe. Yes, because it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah, because apparently we just needed that. There's barrel racing. There's the roping. There's the uh, cattle wrestling. R- wrestling. And uh, then there's bull riding. Bull riding. And that's right. it. That's it. So, um... But bull riding only happens once. Yeah. Everything else, I think, happens twice. Yeah, I think so, too. But the, um... Like, Maya's pep-talking, uh, big guy. Mm-hmm. It's like, you need to, like, visualize something that'll make you want to chase down that, that calf and wrestle it down. Like, pretend... Its antlers are covered in donuts. Like the good ones, the glazed ones. And he's like, oh yeah. I'm like, seriously, just like, can we not for like 20 seconds so give this guy a motivation that's not... That's not food. Food. But no, there we are. Um, everybody does okay, but Brooklyn, um, she's doing the barrel racing. She knocks over a barrel. Mm-hmm. So like so loses it, that one. Yeah. And she punches the the gate and like hurts her hand mm-hmm. and so so in the second round she can't ride her horse yeah her oh no broken. who's gonna ride the horse dun 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 yeah, it's maya it, yeah of it's course maya. It's maya. it has to be so she does it and she does really well mm-hmm. uh, mostly I the mean, horse yeah does, in her defense the horse does most of the work yeah uh which like between all the improvements and everybody doing well like their ranch is now in second place behind silver spurs right it all comes down to the bull ride of course it all comes down to the bull ride last event winner take all so Bo is um getting ready to get on the bull and maya's like you want to talk to the bull and figure out what his problem is he's like yeah no this is something i need to do on my own why take every advantage you can get (laughs) first off She's probably going to talk to the bull. The bull's going to be like, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. Like, that's all you're going to find out. Like, right. it's probably not a She's lot of motivation. She's probably not going to be like, but, like, let's chat about, Yeah, you know. like, let's talk about your inner angst. Mm-hmm. Uh, my inner angst is that, that I've been bred to, like, fuck this guy. So, yep. like, well, that's what I'm going to do. Like, I, I, probably not any bad news. But anyway, he's got to go with a full eight seconds. Mm-hmm. And... He gets it. He gets all eight. Cool. Right. right. But then he is ejected from the bull. Like that happens. Yeah. Lands on his back. Can't get up. He's kind of knocked Unconscious. out. Unconscious. Everybody Maybe. runs to his side. Mm-hmm. Uh, no medical personnel, by no, the way. No. No. Uh, the you rodeo clown? Yeah. You don't see a rodeo clown trying to, like... You know, stabilize the bull first, or... I mean, maybe that's happening off camera. Yeah. But, like, basically you just see the whole, like, teenagers and his dad kneel around him. And all they are like, hey, get up, Bo. Are you okay? Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he, like, kind of just wakes up. Mm -hmm. He's fine. Stands up. Gives it a little, like, fist pump. Jump in the air. Everybody wins. Yay! They won 
$150,000. And there's like the Mighty Ducks freeze frame. Yes, Mighty Ducks freeze frame. It's a valid technique. Yes. Um, And boom, like we're back at the ranch. Yes. Maya and Bo are walking. It's dark. Mm-hmm. And they're talking and they're happy together. And then, like, Bo kisses her, and then she kisses him back. That's a whole thing. Right. My kids were like, that. Yep. Smojang. Which I'm cool. Let's keep that. But, surprise! It's the it's her birthday party. Yep. And Mom's there. Her friend's there. Mm-hmm. Um, Bo is dancing, and his moves are questionable at best. <laughs> He's weird. I mean, yeah. Might, might not be his best moves. And then, like... Um, Norm McDonald dogs come over. He's like, "Hey, the animals need to talk to you real quick." And so she goes over to the animals, and they're all just like lined up on the fence. They're like, "Thanks." She's like, "No problems." And they're like, "Cool." That was and it. It was it was very perfunctory. Like, yeah, very short, very unearned. Like, could have been an email. Like, like yeah. Oh, I mean, it probably can't because none of them have opposable thumbs. But I mean, like, maybe it makes it a little somebody harder. Somebody could have found a typewriter. We could have figured something out. Where's the monkey? When you With need a duck. Him? The duck could have, you know, yeah, quack quack moo. I've seen, I've read quack quack moo more yeah. times than I care to admit, or quack quack. Yes, but anyway, anyway, it's like the animals all have to talk to you, and they're just like, thanks. Yep. <laughs> and like, so then like it kind of goes to the field, and there's Norm McDonald dog sitting next to the collie dog that was kind of his interest in this whole thing. He's like. Yeah, I still come up here every time the city gogs get me down. City girl dogs get me down. And the collie dog's like, hey, what? And he's like, uh, nothing. I'm like, you. I know. You're even, even as a in, dog. Even in dog form. Norm McDonald is an asshole. It's true. <sighs> and then like the last line of the movie is women can't live with them. Can't live without them. As said by Norm McDonald as a dog. Yes. Which, again, I just, I want to point out, strengthens my position <laughs> that the writer of this movie was going through some shit. Yeah. And uh, then, yeah. And then, rap credits. Rap credits, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's not a kid's movie without rap credits. Yeah, so there's a re a rewrap of her, like, uh, karaoke barn. The roots, love me when my roots are showing. Yes. Yeah. So what do we learn from this movie other than do not write movies when you're going through a really low spot with your relationships with yeah, women? Yeah, yeah. Like, just don't. Just don't do it. Take take some time. Get some therapy. Circle back around in a couple right. of years. Uh, time. Fat, fat shaming it does not equal character development. No, it really doesn't. Um, honestly, for all that we make fun of the overly exaggerated, like, time signposts yeah in kids movies. actually i miss it i take it back <laughs> i take it back like honestly when they're not there i feel it's very confusing <laughs> really weird about the whole thing um eddie murphy you dodged a bullet you did indeed um this was one you really i mean i'm not saying the other ones were highlights of filmmaking and fantastic pieces of art mm-hmm. but they weren't this and you you you're good for yeah. not being there congrats i don't know what else happened in this that we learned um yeah i think that's it that's about it it's not great yeah it's not it's really not i think 
<laughs> oh, uh, and then Brooklyn and her are, like, magically friends now. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're totally friends now after the whole, like, situation. I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're good. Whatever. Sure. Mm. I guess Brooklyn's cool with, like, Bo, like, not being with her. Yeah. Or whatever. Which seems not really in her personality profile, but, like, No, but sure. it, was, it was a hard pivot. And Everything in this is a hard pivot that doesn't fine. make a lot of sense, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I got nothing. This movie was not not designed to teach a lot of great moral, I don't think. Yep, so please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.